I'm Mick Danty. And I'm Hannah Hampton. And you're listening to HR After Hours. All right. Well, holy toasted marshmallows, Batman. <laughs> I am so ready to get today going because my understanding is we've got some kick-ass topics today. Oh, yes. We've got one that's almost too good to be believed. All right, Hannah. So I'm going to have to bring back Shake or Not to Shake today. Ooh, uh, I like this. Shake or Not to Shake. Because... I'm going to read an article very quickly, and I'm going to try not to throw any commentary or tone into it. I didn't get a chance to meditate this morning, so we'll see how this goes. But um, this uh, this is actually a story. It's back from July, but it's it's got some uh, some momentum on it. So I think part of this is in play right now. But um, let me just start off by saying the story comes out of Berkeley, California. Okay. Uh, and just so you know, I almost went to the University of uh, Berkeley. I spent a lot of time on their campus. I used to uh, recruit from there, so. I certainly um, have some experience uh, with that campus. So let me tell you about, uh, yeah, University of California at Berkeley. But anyway, the city, this city with a long history of progressivism is moving mm-hmm. forward with a plan to, and this is in bold letters, remove all gender language from its city code. Okay. So I read that. I'm like, well, what cool. does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, soon Berkeley will formally refer to the manholes as maintenance holes. Okay. I have so many unnecessary double entendres that I'm not going to touch <laughs> on that one. Um, but the city council adapted uh, adopted the first reading of the new ordinance on uh, Tuesdays when this article is a couple months old, which mm-hmm. would replace all instances of he and she in mm-hmm. the city code with gender neutral they so firemen in berkeley will become firefighters nothing wrong with that man-made will become artificial and all instances of men and women will be replaced by people um so many governing bodies have taken up similar efforts in 2008 the european parliament adopted gender neutral language canada's department of justice used Ginger uses gender neutral language, et cetera, saying it is not, it is respectful, but also more accurate. And in 2018, the uh, country changed lyrics in the national anthem. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. Uh, oh, Canada to replace all thy sons with all of us. Hmm. Without going too specific on the Berkeley case. Yeah. And I do know that New York City, and I think this is what brought it up, New York City is um, replacing some of the famous statues that are of uh, male historical figures throughout the city with female, because I think out of like, and my numbers are, this is pure guesswork, but I think like out of 50 statues, only three are women. So very disproportionate. Um, so they're they're making an effort to take down some of the males and put up more female statues. But overall, let's just, let's just worry about for the sake of time, this Berkeley okay. uh, case, and I want your take on it right now. So, you know, I had actually heard about this. So uh, it's it's something that I have had an opportunity to reflect on. I am a big fan of inclusivity, and I think that pronouns and language, I'm totally cool with that. I do know that 
to to um, some people, it's it's important to them what pronouns you use and what uh, gender you refer to. And some people who do want to be either you know gender neutral or, or gender you know gender fluid uh, appreciate the they them. And I I personally am a I'm a she her type of person. I am a female uh, who you know identifies as such. But I think it's kind of great that the um, that the the city is moving in the da- that direction. For me, it's kind of one of those things. Like it might take me a bit to try to remember that manholes is a maintenance hole now. But I think it's pretty cool. Like firemen are now firefighters because certainly there are female firefighters out there. So why not make it gender neutral? And uh, what's really interesting to me is like, you know, first and foremost, if we're referring to somebody personally, like you or me or somebody else, like I think it's very respectful to make sure that you're uh, referring to them by their preferred gender and gender identifiers. But when it comes to something that is a uh, object, an animate object, it's kind of funny to take away, you know, kind of the historic name from it. However, it doesn't bother me. So I'm like more power to making everybody feel included and welcomed and wanted and respected. So I'm going to surprise you here Mm. and tell you it doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons it doesn't bother me, and this is going to seem like you'll probably go, really, this is the reason it doesn't bother you. But it's yeah. it's one of the things that um, helps me accept this. And I, actually, I don't even need help accepting this. I don't think there's really anything wrong with it. Yeah. I do think it's weird that I and I think they opened this the story with the manhole example mm-hmm. to kind of get people to go, what? Because I think the firefighter thing is a no-brainer. I think that's awesome. But the one thing that makes me say, sure, why not? Uh, And actually, like I said, some of it does make sense. Uh, So Berkeley's not as far out in left field uh, as they they can be. Is this this is only city code, and it only cost six hundred dollars to make these changes? Boom. Yeah, that's easy. So if this and was something perfect. that was going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to change wording and documentation and all that stuff, I'd be like, oh, man, California doesn't have a lot of money. They should, you know, let's focus on jobs and, you know, poverty right. and things like that. Wait, but we're, the fact we're looking that at you, EEO1 reporting. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but in all honesty, if this is just a city code change, it only costs $600 to make the change. They're not you know, running around slapping, t- issuing tickets for anyone that uses the word manhole, um, because I'm going to imagine there's at least one club in Berkeley with that name. Um, yeah. But in all seriousness, I'm fine with it. I I, I I don't think there's really anything wrong with it. And I think the firefighter is an awesome example, because yeah. if I had a job, if they called it recruiting, recruiting woman was the name of my title, I'd be like, what? You know, I mean, I would that's ridiculous, even if recruiters were all women up until 10 years ago. So I don't think there's anything wrong with this at all. So for once, I'm going to say, Berkeley, good for you. I think that's kind of uh, kind of cool. And the fact that you're doing it in a, uh, a way that can be executed at minimum cost, you're not going in and, and pushing people uh, to see everything your way. I, I don't I, I think good for you, Berkeley. I'm all in. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I appreciate that. And you know, my, my kind of two cents on it is if it's something that uh, allows everyone to feel welcome and included, you know, inclusivity, 
why not do it? And, you know, at the end of the day, it sometimes it might, it takes time for people to change habits and it might be a bit for them to uh, start referring to things with the uh, updated names. But as long, my whole thing is as long as it's uh, you're trying and it's not being, you know, you using the old uh, language is not, you're not doing it with hostility or to be disrespectful, you know, mistakes happen. Um, you know, we, people try to do better each and every day and, I think that this is a uh, help pushing in the right direction. So this is definitely not a shake your rake for you, right? We're not no. shaking our rakes here, are we? No, I absolutely agree. As a matter of fact, Berkeley, believe it or not, for the first time in the history of this podcast, I am setting my rake on the ground and I salute you. <laughs> All right, Hannah, do you know what time it is? What time is it? I think it's time for a smoke break. Smoke break! So, Mick, uh, I don't know if you heard about an interesting thing that happened down in New Zealand. I love New Zealand. This is going to be a good one. (laughs) So, there's been a story that I just feel like has been floating all over the HR community. And it has to do with a man in New Zealand who has chosen... Uh, as the article says, chosen an unusual support person to accompany him to a redundancy meeting. So I guess what happens is if you are invited, and this is is different than the United States, I'm not used to uh, having a a pre-planned meeting like this, but you can have a friend, a family member, a colleague with you in a meeting if you're being terminated or laid off. So uh, they said, this individual, in lieu of the usual suspects of a friend, colleague, a family member, the member of the created team at this company hired a professional clown to attend his redundancy meeting with him. What? Could you? Yes. Like Bozo the Clown? Like Bozo the Clown. So if you can imagine, <laughs> you are an HR professional having to terminate somebody with, you know, with their manager, this individual has a clown sitting next to him. And I, one thing <laughs> that they talked about was this individual was making balloon animals whilst getting you know, the information about the person's termination. And the other thing that I just loved about the story is like it's further is that it's further understood the clown mimed crying when the redundancy <laughs> paperwork was handed over to the staffer. So what would you do if like you were handed animal balloons and had a clown during a meeting where you're terminating somebody? That is awesome I, know. <laughs> I mean first off the fact that you mentioned they could bring family members or anyone in so they know that this meeting it they is about them getting termed going in is that and that's why they can do that is that I right so. i'm wondering if it's a, a rule down there because they talked about how you know it's it's pretty uh standard for somebody to be able to request or have a emotional support person or animal with them when something like that happens so it must be within their um, employment roles or a law or whatever it might be 
Oh my goodness, there's so much here. This is amazeballs. Um, first off, before I even get to the clown, I would just be like, hey, Nana, can you go with me to work today? Uh, they're going to fire me. And would you bring some of your famous <laughs> chocolate chip cookies? Because I'm going to need support from my Nana. Um, wow. And then, so this guy, first off, let me just say, this is the perfect example of one of my favorite phrases not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. My gosh, this guy is my hero bringing in a clown. And this was like not a friend dressed as a clown. He hired a professional no, hired, clown, right? I think he said he paid like two or three hundred dollars. This was a professional clown. So he paid some good money out of his pocket to have this happen, which, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's clearly gone viral. And I don't, you know, I haven't seen anywhere like the name of this individual because the faces are blurred out of the pictures. Yes, pictures are out there. Somebody, snapped, yeah, somebody snatched some pictures from outside of the meeting room, and of course, blurred out the person's face. Because hey, I wouldn't, if I was being terminated or you know laid off, I wouldn't want the whole world to know about it. But uh, yeah, so this individual, it's definitely gone viral. I'm sure part of his decision was to you know, thinking about, okay, what will make this easier on me and maybe having that comic relief or just strangeness will keep the individual from uh, freaking out or being upset. I don't know. But yes, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> maybe they wear a big red nose. <laughs> that is just, I mean, that is great. I love it. I love New Zealand even more now. Um, but I mean, Back to your original question, my goodness, I could not even fathom. No. Because, A, that's like the one part of HR that unless you're a, a true sadist, no yeah. one enjoys letting anyone go. Oh, I mean, maybe if it's someone here. that has made your life difficult mm -hmm. and taken up, you know, we talked about quality of life earlier, someone that's taken up more of your time after work or kept you from attending a scheduled events because you had to sure. deal with something stupid. That's the only time that you can even kind of enjoy letting someone go. Otherwise well, I, it is I such a people, terrible experience. It is ter terrible. And I tell people if they ever, if it ever gets fun or good, it's time for you to retire your HR career because this is somebody's livelihood. And I eat whether or not the person, you know, quote unquote, deserved the termination. It never feels good. I never enjoy it. And I, I know if I ever do, it's time for me to hang up my HR hat. Absolutely. And I'm just trying to give you a real answer. If I'm sitting behind the desk and this gentleman that I have to let go has a clown <laughs> that's pantomiming, crying, while I'm telling him that, you know, we appreciate your service, whatever it is. And I mean, I would either be mortified or I would just be like, dude, you are going out like a boss. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't know how I'd react. And I don't know as far as, well, obviously the confidentiality thing here was waived or whatever for this to go out as a story. Um, well, I, I don't, you know, I, I, you know they, the, the company has refused to comment on the situation, which that totally makes sense. So yeah, there's a lot of anonymity, but... Oh, it kind of reminds me of, I think it was Mary Tyler Moore, the episode where she has to go to the funeral of a clown and she's laughing the whole time. And then at the end she, she cries, but I just, I, I feel like, oh my goodness, would I struggle to keep it together? And, you know, and I'm somebody who 
I laugh a lot. Obviously, our listeners know this because uh, I laugh throughout our entire uh, recording sessions. But I am good at being able to turn it off when it's important, when I'm having really uh, difficult discussions with people. However, I've never had to have these discussions with a clown there who's pantomiming, crying. So I just wonder, would I be able to keep it together? And the answer is, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know either because I, I think that I would be mortified and that that would cause me to keep it together because I think I would just be like, oh, my goodness, how do I handle this? And, uh, you know, I would assume that this is going to would get out in some capacity. I wouldn't expect it to go viral that I would think that my reaction, if it was inappropriate or off the wall could have ramif negative ramifications, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where I think I wouldn't be able to laugh. And I do think I'd be truly mortified and nervous to deal with it. But because it wasn't me, oh my gosh, I'm so, I, I want to, I want to be friends with this guy. Right? I, I mean, seriously. So, you know, dude, so, you're hey, my dude, hero. Dealing, dude. Yeah. Give us a call, hit us up, email us. We would love to talk to you. So if in the, not so great chance that you're listening, <laughs> but uh, hit us up. I'd, I'd love to have a conversation about how you came to this decision and to tell you to your face that you're my hero. <laughs> right. And, you know, we did find out we, we got our demographics back earlier oh. this week and we did find out that we had one listener in New Zealand. Hmm. So to our one listener in New Zealand, whoever you are. Please find this guy and tell him we want to talk to him so bad. And yes. that Mick Danzig and Hannah Hampton think you rock, dude. Yes. And if you can make this happen, here's the thing. I will send you a, a T-shirt, uh, an HR After Hours T-shirt. I have. They don't exist, but I will make it exist. And I will. Send oh, it, it will you. exist for this guy. Whatever yeah. it takes. Get on. I mean, we want to talk to you so badly. And we once again want you to know you, friend, are our hero. Hannah, that I mean, that is your best story so far. I'm so loving it. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it.